as uh, many of you have been wondering, what is this Maimer that Alter Rebbe wrote, Mayofapo Amayich Banaolim, that was inspired by this casual, seemingly mundane conversation Repinchas Koritzer had with his wife, with his Rebetzin, about lunch. And Repinchas uh, Koritzer gave her specific instructions what to put on the menu. And Alter Rebbe heard in this conversation some deep spiritual secrets of Torah. And later on, he transcribed it in this Maimer, That's what the story is, t- is told. So I'll just give you a synopsis, a point, the main point of the Maimer, which may give us maybe some sense of what the meaning of this conversation was, was all about. Uh, the Alter Rebbe starts with the Pesach Meyofa Pamaich Ben Olim. Shlomo Melech praises the Jewish people who were going to the Beis Hamikdash three times a year, and they were walking from long distances, from far places, to go to Yerushalayim three times a year to be in the Beis Hamikdash, to be close to Hashem. Everyone will see godliness in the Beis Hamikdash. And he said, he described the beauty of this journey, of this pilgrimage. How beautiful are your shoes, uh, are your footsteps, when then dressed in shoes. And he refers to them to Bas Nadiv, the daughter of Nadiv, the gracious one, the benevolent one, that's Avraham Avinu. We're called the, the children of Avraham Avinu at that moment when we walked to the Besamikdash dressed in shoes. I mean, uh, Shlomo Melech couldn't find another way of describing the beauty of this pilgrimage. It's human beings, people, their faces. He's talking about their shoes. He was focusing on the shoes of the people. And this is where he saw the whole beauty of, of this journey to the Beis HaMikdash, which is very, uh, which is remarkable. So the Alter Rebbe says, shoes. Shoes today is a big industry. People spend a lot of money to buy beautiful shoes. It's the lowest part of the body. It dresses the feet. But people put a lot of emphasis on it, and it's not in vain. Because in Baruchnias, spiritually speaking, the shoes, the concept of shoes, plays an enormous role in the journey of a Jew here in this world. And the Yeridus HaNeshama, the, the, the Neshama's mission here on earth, is associated with the idea of shoes in a very significant way. So what is a shoe? Well, a shoe is a material made from the hide of an animal, leather. It's turned into leather, and then it's placed on the foot. What is a foot? A foot is what carries the entire body. A person exists here on earth, the material earth. So in order to walk on the earth, you need shoes. The shoes protect the body. The shoe becomes the bridge between a human being, the delicate body of a person that is not able to walk on the roughness of the ground with all the stones and pebbles and thorns. So you need a shoe to protect the delicate body from the roughness of the earth. Now, spiritually speaking, Chassidus discusses it on two levels. There's the concept of a shoe in the spiritual worlds, because we're talking about a transition between the divine energies of the spheres to come to create such a crude world, it requires uh, 
a, a bridge, and the bridge is called Sandal. There's a Malach called Sandalfein who plays that role. It transmits and translates the loftier energies that later on have to be translated into physical and crude material reality. It goes through the Sandalfein, the shoe, so to speak. The Malach is called Sandal. It's a Malach, it's a holy Malach. But he's able to connect with the lower world and is able to translate the higher spiritual provisions and channel them down into a lower, cruder world like the world we live in. It says, Sandalfin also takes the words that we utter when we daven and they're uttered in a, in a crude way, uh, our physical mouth, and sometimes the intentions and the kavana we have is not very pure. So that also defines the nature of the words that we utter. It's based also on the kavana. And they, the Malach Sandalfin takes those words and washes them and cleanses them and purifies them until they're able to rise up to higher realms and elicit the right response from the heavenly throne. This is on one level, but what's more significant to us is how the concept of a shoe relates to the neshama. What is the shoe of a neshama? So the Alter Rebbe says the neshama is a holy thing, but he comes down into this world and he has to interact with the materialistically crude world. He needs a shoe as an intermediary, and that's the nefesh abamis. Nefesh abamis is also a crude thing, just like the shoe is made out from hide. And needs to be processed and softened, and 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 it needs to be like through going through a tannery, with with many many um, aggressive processes to make it flexible and soft, and and so it can serve a human being. Same thing with the nefesh abamis. Nefesh abamis needs to be refined, but when a person manages to transform the nefesh abamis and cultivate it, and and soften it. It's able to become a shoe for the neshama. And as a shoe, now the neshama is able to interact with the world. It is able to interact in a sacred way, in a holy way, with the material and mundane activities in the world, like eating and drinking and sleeping, that they become accessories to Kedusha. Instead of them being just the fulfillment of a uh, crude, self-centered gratification, they become instruments to serve Hashem, to elevate those mundane activities to a level of holiness in Kedusha. Especially on Shabbos, where those functions of eating and drinking and sleeping become themselves Kedusha, not only as a means to Kedusha, they themselves become a mitzvah. So there the shoes are more polished. That's why people wear on Shabbos nicer shoes. On Yom Kippur, on the other hand, we're not allowed to wear shoes. Because on Yom Kippur, that function of engaging, the Nisham engaging with eating and drinking and sleeping is, is not uh, present. Because on Yom Kippur, the Nisham rises to another plane. It detaches, disengages with the material world. That's why we're not allowed to wear shoes. And because we're not, we don't need the separation of shoes, and therefore we shouldn't wear it. This also explains what Chazal say that Chanoich, uh, who was uh, before Noach, before the flood, mentioned as a great tzaddik, before the, one of the few great tzaddikim before the flood, God took him away from the world so he wouldn't see the flood because it was such a great tzaddik. What did he do as a profession? Chanoich had a profession, says the Chazal, the Medrash, 
share with us what profession he had. Toifer Minolim. He used to sew up shoes. He was a cobbler. Very bizarre that Chazal would share with us something so mundane. And how do we know? So Chassidus uh, says there's a spiritual meaning to this. Toifer Minolim means he used to sew together the Minolim, the lower mundane part of life, and sew it together to the higher to a higher purpose. He was a tzaddik. He knew how to connect the spiritual and the physical, the godly and the mundane. And this is also the meaning of the Gemara. That when people walked to the base of Mikdash, they went with their shoes. And Shleim HaMelech was praising the shoes of the people. Not their neshamas, not their faces, not their hearts and souls. The shoes, because he understood and he tried to share with us the idea that the purpose of going to the base of Mikdash is not stamped to transcend the world, but it's the opposite, to take that all that inspiration, all that loftiness and transcendence that will abound the experience in the base of Migdash will come down back into the lowest world when they go back home to their farms. Olim, oh, the, the, the transformation of the shoe that will allow us to elevate the world below, beneath us. This is, in, in short, the concept of and not that we have any clue of what the Alter Rebbe heard and what and how to understand Rebbe Pichas Koritz's conversation with his wife, but at least a general idea we can have is that my great tzaddikim talk about food and about a menu and about lunch, and they seem, be, seem to be talking about it with great detail. They're really talking about high lofty levels of Kedusha, of how to elevate the mundane world, making it a shoe for the neshama and a shoe for the shechina.